All right, well, good morning. It's Faith Pocatello Daily. It's Wednesday, 7-7-2021. I want to remind all the pastors out there in the Pocatello area, or if you know of a pastor um, that should uh, be take advantage of this, I'm hosting a... Um, a pastor's workshop tomorrow, seven eight. Um, so uh, so July eighth, from eight thirty till one. Food is provided, and this is uh, the work that I have done um, on pastorals, pastors' positive mental health. And so um, it's a great fun workshop. And so I encourage you. I ask for your prayers for that time to encourage the pastors in our area. But also, if you know of a pastor who should be there. Um, uh, get tell them, get them, uh, have them contact me, um, and we can make this happen. So Kirk at faithpocatello.com. That's a great, easy way to do it. Kirk at faithpocatello.com. So we're diving back into Acts chapter 4. We're going to go 32 through the end, which is 37. Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to each one as any had need. Thus Joseph, who was also called the, the Apostle Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, a lot of people have taken this and said, okay, we've got to go live in communes. We have to share everything. And it's true. There is the heart that we need to be of one heart and one mind. But the practicality of the, of the fact is we're still living in this world and we're still working at our jobs. We're still present in our communities. We're still, um, we have neighbors and friends. Now, if God's telling you to sell something and give it to the church, please, by all means, obey. But the, the reality is here, a lot of the people were, were, because they were Jews, were becoming Christians. They were being baptized. as um, So obviously the, the, the wisdom and the forgiveness of sins and the baptism, they repent, turn and baptize, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. And the baptism also was a sign to the Jewish community that you were no longer a Jew and you were actually taking the, the name Christian. And so a lot of times uh, Jewish families would would uh, distance themselves from someone who would profess Jesus Christ as Savior. Um, a lot of jobs would, once you profess Christianity, they would they would say, forget it, you're out of here. Uh, and so obviously there were great needs in God's economy is that we would be generous with one another and share with one another and have one heart and one mind. And that one heart and one mind is to bless one another and thus blessing one another, we bless God because we realize that nothing that we have is our own. In fact, David at the end of his life, as he was talking to Solomon said, you know, everything that I've gained is not on my own. I have gained nothing. All that I have is from the Lord's hand, he said. Nothing have I gained myself. And so I think it's a great thing for us to remember that we, you know, you might be blessed financially. You might have lots of material things, which is all great, but you didn't achieve that. It was God who blessed you with that. And so we hold those things lightly and we're generously willing to share those things. So I would ask you, say, God, where are you inviting me to be generous today? How are you inviting me to be more of a generous person? How are you inviting me to, to, to help 
others and, and see the needs? How can I discover the needs of others? Um, do I have something that I could sell or do I have something that, that's just laying around or do I have extra funds that, that I don't know why I'm saving it? Maybe God's asking you to, to give it to the church and so that we can bless others. Um, but again, a no, there's never this idea of, of compulsion or guilt. It's really say, Lord, I want to be a cheerful giver. I want to be a generous person. You've given me everything. You've blessed me so much. How can I bless others? So, may God richly bless your day. Enjoy Jesus. Go and share life.